0: hi um it's actually thursday my dudes and not wednesday my dudes because i may or may not have forgotten to record this on wednesday but we'll just pretend that i didn't do that (laughs) um how is everyone doing how is how is your life i know you can't respond to me but it's still polite to ask right um how is if you're in school how is school going if you're in well, university is still school, but if you're in elementary school, how is elementary school? If you're in elementary school, don't listen to this. Um, if you're in middle school, maybe still don't listen to this. Um, if you're in high school, how is high school going? How was how your first quad or your first semester? Your Because you could be listening to this in, I don't know, 2030. Um, that would be so weird to think about that somebody I mean, could listen to this in 2030. Not that anyone will. Maybe like my... I'm not going to say children because I probably won't have children by the time I'm... 25? Is that the right math? Not 20, yeah, 25, yeah. That's in 10 years? I don't know, my brain doesn't function anymore. <laughs> um, but, know, like, that would be so weird. Imagine somebody, <laughs> like, a friend of mine, just, like, oh, at my wedding, just, oh my goodness, remember when you had the podcast? <laughs> yeah, we'll play for some of it. For all of you guests who have not heard it yet. F- I'm sorry, I just gave all of you that idea. Don't do that. Any of you, don't do that. <laughs> um, this week, um, I was nervous because I didn't have a theme, and then I was actually just watching, um silence of the lambs because they put that on netflix and i got really excited about it so i was watching silence of the lambs and i was like oh because it's october 1st if you hear any banging or yelling or screaming that's my little brother losing his crap over his art teacher because his art teacher is asking him to do something that he doesn't understand um actually no he's losing his crap at his friends because his friends don't understand and his friends somehow got into whatever they were he his teacher asked him to like log into this website thing and he doesn't he can't do it but his friend could but his friend didn't know how he did it so it's it's very so my brother's yelling about that if you hear yelling it's my little brother um, but this week's episode this week's theme is spooky season because it's October first um, and if you don't like spooky season there's something wrong with you I have my sweater weather candle lit it smells wonderful in my closet because you know damn well that Sienna's chaotic conversations is brought to you by my closet. <laughs> because it is, um, I don't know why I record these in my closet, I don't, I I honestly couldn't tell you, I just, it's, I don't know, um, but my, did you hear that, that's my brother (laughs) screaming, um, I tried to help him, but I couldn't figure it out either, so, Mom, if you listen to me, so you can't blame me, okay? <laughs> um, but I have my, my sweater weather candle lit. It smells so good in my closet. I also am wearing a sweater because it's now actually sweater weather. Sweater, 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 oh my goodness, sweater weather. Um, I love not being coherent, um, but I'm wearing a sweater. I'm still wearing shorts, though, because I don't go outside, <laughs> just letting you guys know. I don't go outside in shorts because I'm not, th- I'm not that much of a psychopath, um, I just lounge around in my house in shorts, but if I have to leave the house, then I'll put pants on. Which is always irritating. I'm like, oh, I have to leave the house, I have to put actual pants on. It's ridiculous. Um, but yes, I even wear shorts during the winter inside my house because I am strange. I, I'm just weird. I also didn't own a pair of sweatpants until I was a freshman in high school. I, like, because, you know, Canada, we have roots. And I don't, like, everyone was like, I'm gonna wear sweatpants. Like, i we gonna see why I was wearing jeans. Like, don't you have, like, sweatpants? And I'm like, no. I only w- owned jeans for, like, the first semester of ninth grade. And I wore jeans every day. And then they're like, see, I invest in a pair of sweatpants. So I did. I bought a pair of root sweatpants behind my mother's back. Because my mom was like, no, I'm not paying $80 for a pair of sweatpants. I'm like, fine, I'll make my own money. I'll buy them. And I did. And she's like, you did not just spend $80. And I was like, well, they'll last me forever. I mean, there's, like, they're indestructible. I don't know if I- Has anyone ever had a hole in their root sweatpants? Like, if you have notify me of it. Um, I bet someone has, but I never have and mine are still wonderful. Um, I don't wear them all that often because I don't leave the house (laughs) because I'm a, what is that word? I don't know. Somebody said it the other day and I was like, that describes me perfectly, but I couldn't remember what the word is. Because once again, my brain functioning, not, not happening, not going to happen. But back to spooky season, it's October 1st and everybody should be excited. Halloween is in thirty days, right? Is that the right math? <laughs> thirty days, yeah. Thirty plus one is thirty-one. So Halloween is in thirty days. I hope you all have your costumes ready, even though we can't do anything. We can all like have a Zoom trick or treat or something like that. Jesus, I think some. I think in Calgary they're having like a like a drive-through haunted house where you can drive your car and people jump at your car. Like that's pretty freaking cool, dude. And like um, not just for spooky season, but I was at the drive-in, you know watching Tenet <laughs> because I love Robert Pattinson but we won't talk about that now maybe we will maybe we won't um but I was at the drive through there was also they were playing that night at the drive-in they were playing I did I say drive through I meant drive-in um they were playing Tenet um something about someone and someone at White Castle <laughs> um it's kind of like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure but like worse but like more like stereotypical 2000s comedy um very, like, American Pie-ish. It was not good. My brother loved it. <laughs> and then they played, um, The Lost Boys, and I didn't watch that because I had to get out of that drive-in before my brain exploded from the horrible two thousand humor. Um, but, yeah, I would, and then, but, what? Before the movie started, the movie started playing, they were doing advertisements because that's what they do, you know? There has to be advertisements and trailers before movies because, you know, then the theater or the movie wouldn't make money so um they were it was an advertisement actually for um oh that's today the um the dr- there there's a group of canadian drag queens who are having a tour and it's a drive-in tour so they go and they do a show but you just sit in your car and watch and i'm like that's so cool i think the one that as at as I'm, is at mustangs is tonight which is i'll we'll probably uh, i mean i'll probably hear about it there'll be something on facebook about it so i can look at it and stuff it's that's really that's a really cool idea like i'm glad people aren't just you know being me and just sitting in their house doing nothing um i mean i'm being creative you know i have a podcast now (laughs) but um some people you know like finding alternatives to still do what they love and still you know um entertain people so um yeah you know now i think in calgary they've started a uh a drive-in a haunted house so you know that's pretty cool but you know here um we can just do like a zoom trick-or-treat but i hope you all have your costumes picked out i've had my costume picked out since october of last year um we'll talk about that <laughs> for a quick second um we'll talk about my halloween costumes why not so the earliest costume i can remember i think was a corn princess because there's one Scooby-Doo movie, and I can't remember which one it is, but they're one of the characters is a corn princess, so, like, they're in this, like, small, like, rural, 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 is that, I don't know how to pronounce that word, um, rural, rural, um, uh, town, where there's, like, you know, cornfields and cows and stuff like that, and the kind of, you know, instead of, like, a, a, a Miss, like, a Miss USA or a Miss Ontario, whatever, like, a, like, you know, a pageant, their pageants are, like, um, corn princess, so I was like, oh my god, because I used to love Scooby-Doo, I still love Scooby-Doo, like, if you don't love Scooby-Doo, there's something, there's still something wrong with you, like, come on, it's Scooby-Doo, it's a classic, you can't go wrong with Scooby-Doo, it's just, it's everything, like, did you not get the thrill of solving the mystery before the gang did, like, I did, that was my, like, drug as a kid, was solving the mystery, um, which is now kind of makes sense for, as to why, why, why I chose the career path I'd like to go on, (laughs) maybe Scooby-Doo, maybe, maybe it wasn't Silence of the Lambs that, you know, um, f- fueled that maybe it was scooby freaking do just had a freaking epitome about scooby-doo um i still love scooby-doo though i watched the new movie and i was like that's so iconic um but uh yeah so i decided to be corn the corn princess i wore this long blue and white like princess dress it was so pretty it was so itchy though it had like this silvery lace it was i looked i looked great <laughs> I was like seven, maybe, and I had like this, um, a sash that said corn princess, and everyone was like, Who are you? I'm like, I'm the corn princess. I said, Do You don't know who that is. Um, and I was like, I was very proud of that costume because I knew that it was kind of like underground, not underground, but like people didn't, not everyone knew who it was. Um, so there was that costume. One year I was a vampire rock star. <laughs> yeah, you heard me, a vampire rock star. So I had like a rainbow, a rainbow wig, like a a party city, like, shiny rainbow wig like it was literally rainbow like just strips of red orange yellow green blue purple we can't forget purple um and then i wore this long red gown like it was a reflective gown um and then i you know had the mask and the the teeth and i was like i'm a vampire rock star like i don't how does one even come up with vampire rock star like that's so so strange um first year i was i also remember one year i was wonder woman i completely made that dress i mean that uh, costume out of thrifted items. So I had, like, a shirt, these uh, like, a I think it was a red shirt, maybe, or then I had a blue uh, cape. Um, uh, I took jean shorts and painted on them. Um, and then, you know, I had, like, these, like, gold bangles and stuff. I was like, that's a pretty cool costume. I was like, it's all DIY. It's very fun. Put a lot of effort into that costume. Um, that was grade six or seven, I think. Um, the first year... I mean, I remember one year we, uh, my friend group and I, we went as Play-Doh, I think that's what that was. I was the purple one. I was the purple Play-Doh. <laughs> um, we wore, all wore like crew neck sweaters and put the Play-Doh logo on us. <laughs> um, but we were still coordinated. I mean, we still ended up with a group costume. So lucky us. I mean, good, good for us. You, you, you know, um, and then the first year when I was in grade nine, uh, you know, freshman year, I was, um, one of the league of their own players and everybody thought I was a bag of peaches. Um, because my mother made the, my mother, my dear sweet mother, my sweet Catherine, um, she made the, the outfit completely for me. She like took, I think it was not gingham. It was, um, corduroy. I think that's what that's called. It was like, it was so much corduroy fabric. It was beige. Um, and she made a skirt and a top for me and she worked so hard on it. And I am now realizing that I was kind of an asshole about it and I should have been more grateful because she literally made me a costume from scratch. Thanks mom love you, um, but I thought it looked, I, I'm now looking back, and I'm like, that looked good, people thought I was a, because, um, A League of Their Own is a movie from, it's a movie based in the 50s, I think, but made in, I think, 1980 or 1990, um, so, uh, nobody knew who it was, nobody knew what it was, um, and I was like, but the teachers, the teachers did know, none of the students knew, none of my friends knew, except for the ones that I told, and then the teacher was like, oh my god, like, you're a League of Their Own. And I was like, yeah, that's so cool that you know that. And I'm like, I, I mean, they probably do know that. They probably grew up with the damn movie, but whatever. Um, so I was proud that somebody knew what my costume was. Um, and I was pretty original. Um, grade 10, I went as Mario with... <laughs> at school, I went with, as Mario and Luigi with one of my friends. And then after, at a party, I went as Mario and Luigi with a different friend. So I was Mario. You know, I still have the hat. I don't know where it is though which is kind of upsetting um but um this year <laughs> um actually last october i decided i was like i'm gonna be freddie mercury like like live aid era like freddie mercury like that one picture with, with the fist in the air like the studded belt of the blue jeans the adidas and like the wife beater um i iconic photo and I'm like, I need to be that. Like I, and it's so simple. It's literally like blue jean, like blue jeans and a wife beater. Like it's so simple. My mom's like, we're gonna go all. I'm gonna make you a studded belt. And I'm like, yeah. My mom, like, yeah. We can do this together. Cause my mother also loves Queen. Um, I love Queen. If you don't, once again, if you don't love Queen, there's something wrong. <laughs> you do you live under a rock? Like girl, come on, Bohemian Rhapsody. Come on, come, come on, come on. If you have not heard Queen, stop the video right now. Go to, like, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever the hell you have. YouTube, I don't care. Listen to Queen. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to my PSA. Um, and then, you know, I kind of, you know, fell into the the deep, dark hole of dirty dancing. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be baby for Halloween. I was like, scratch Freddie Mercury. I'm going to be... Actually, I didn't scratch Freddie Mercury. I was planning on being Freddie Mercury um, afterwards, like, with my friends as we when we went out. Um, because like, you know, I can't wear a white beater to school because it's breaking Jessica. Um, so I could just be baby at school and then, you know, and then my best friend, Michaela, cause she also fell into the deep dark hole of dirty dancing. She was like, oh my God, I could be Lisa or we could both be different like outfits of baby. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes. So it was, you know, it was going well until, you know, like coronavirus happened and then we had to squash all of our plans. <laughs> um, and then I had a few, I had one other person ask me. They're like, oh my goodness, Meredith Grey and Christina. And I was like, oh my god, incredible. Fantastic would be great. We could also have the rest of our friend group be other characters because there's like only 800 different freaking characters in Grey's Anatomy. So, um, I just have so many options. I had so many options and now I can't do anything because freaking Halloween's canceled because of freaking coronavirus. Um, but what is your, just think, I just want you to stop and think about what your Halloween costume's going to be. Oh, I also, i um, yours right now, <laughs> um, for my birthday, I requested a, Ooh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is embarrassing to admit. Um, I requested a red button up shirt. I was, because I knew my birthday's in October, by the way. Um, so I, I'm a, I'm a scorpion. <laughs> um, I knew that we weren't going to be able to do anything. So I was like, oh my goodness, for my Google Meets or for my school, I could just wear the uh, a simple outfit. A simple, I mean, like a, like an incognito Halloween costume. My brother's stomping around an incognito Halloween costume so I could wear, like, normal clothes, but secretly I could be like, I'm dressed like this person. <laughs> oh my goodness, that makes me sound crazy. But, um, I requested a red button-up shirt. Like, a red button-up dress shirt for my birthday. I was like, Mom, can you please get me this? And she's like, okay, we'll add it to the list. I didn't ask for that many things. I just- I made a list for, you know, like, Halloween- not Halloween, for uh, for birthday and for, like, Christmas mixed together. So, like, you know. um, And I requested for this red shirt because- um, of one of, the, oh god damn it, of Patrick Swayze's characters, um, Mr. Sam Wheat, Mr. Sam Wheat in, um, Ghost. He basically wears this, this red button-up dress shirt and black jeans. I was like, that's so simple. And, you know, everyone would be like, oh, she's just wearing, you know, black jeans and a red button-up. But I'd be like, no, I'm dressed as Sam Wheat. And they'd be like, who? And I'm like, ay ay, ay. You know, Ghost? What? You know, like, Demi Moore? Huh? Patrick Swayze? What? You know, Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze, like, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, oh, the one where he, like, dies and becomes a ghost. Yeah, that's why it's called Ghost. Um, If you didn't understand that, it was me having conversations with myself. Um, But, yeah, so I, um, I have a lot of options for Halloween. Or I could just stay in my bed and read Twilight all day, which is probably... Actually, no, because I'll probably have the Twilight series finished. That's a lie. Because there's still two, three other books after Breaking Dawn, and I don't own those yet. That was a voice crack. I didn't like that. I don't don't own three books after that. One is like Life and Death or something dumb like that. And then there's another one that's something else. And then there's Midnight Sun. Which I'm nervous to read because people, some people hate it, some people love it. Can't believe I'm freaking talking about Robert Pattinson again. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry if you literally listen to this and you're like waiting for a great story and you're like, she's talking about Robert Pattinson again. Great. No, Well so, no, no. Scratch that. We're not talking about it anymore. Well, we might because he's in a few horror movies, a handful of them. But you know what's spooky season. Um, this morning I made Halloween cookies. You know, I made the little pumpkiny ones and then I made the like the ones with like the I think the sugar cookies or shortbread cookies or just Pillsbury weird dough that you can take out of the fridge and put in the oven, you know? Like, those ones that have, like, little images on them, I made the pumpkin ones, and then I made pumpkin spice ones with, like, white chocolate chips or whatever the hell they are, like, cream cheese chocolate chips or something, like, cheese, cream cheese chips. They're not cream cheese chocolate chips because that would be gross. Cream cheese chips. And then there's another one. My mother bought a new one this year that's Reese's Pieces, and I made, like, 36 cookies. I mean, I have a crop ton of cookies now. Um, and then I watched Silence of the Lambs, And here's- this. I mean, this whole episode's probably- this whole episode's probably going to make me sound crazy just because, you know. Also, if you're triggered by fears, you know, I have a fear of butterflies, boats, elevators, hospitals, and other things. Um, Also, if you're triggered by like horror movie stuff, I don't suggest you listen to this just because that's my- (laughs) that's my forte. That's my, you know, not my aesthetic because that's kind of gross, but you know, that's what I- how do I, the only science I care for is behavioral science. We'll just put it at that. Um, but I was watching Hannibal Lecter and I was, it was the, not Hannibal, I was watching Hannibal Lecter's the next movie. I was watching Silence of the Lambs. And there's the one. If you don't know what Silence of the Lambs is, first of all, um, it's about a FBI trainee who is sent on an errand, um, which then turns into like a to a huge investigation. She's sent to go interview this um, mass serial killer. Not man, mass serial killer. I don't know. He's a cannibal. His name is Hannibal, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. He was a psychiatrist, and he, I don't know if he was a serial killer, um, or just like a a, a killer. I don't know if he was a serial, um, but he was a cannibal, and he, you know. Eight people <laughs> um i'm so sorry if this makes me uncomfortable I'm, I'm sorry um but uh and then she goes to talk to this man and then it turns out that she can use the information he's giving her to um solve another um, a huge serial killer um investigation that's going on while she's interviewing him and it's a really great film um it, I, it's strange to say that it's one of my comfort movies i've seen it a lot of times um it's just like talking about you know like behavioral science and psychology and you know crime and cr- criminology is like my it's just my thing uh, which is so strange i blame scooby-doo now that's my thing i'm gonna blame scooby-doo now for that um i'm gonna take a sip of my piece tea i'm sorry if this makes a weird sound <laughs> ah, raspberry <laughs> my headphones falling out raspberry piece tea if you haven't had a piece tea um i'm sorry if you don't like ice, if you're one of those people who doesn't like iced tea we. i have an issue <laughs> there's an issue there um ice tea is, is, is bomb um but you know uh, Silence of the lambs is a great it's a great movie um and there's a one there's one scene where you know Clarice who is the FBI trainee she's interviewing or questioning or investigating whatever the hell you want to call it um Dr Lecter and i was just thinking and i'm like she looks so afraid and i'm like i don't i honestly it's so strange that it's literally a movie about a cannibal and i'm like yeah so whatever People are like, you're not afraid of that? And I'm like, no, not really. It might be because, like, unconsciously, I know that it's a film made in Hollywood. Um, Even though, of course, like, cannibals are real and stuff like that. Like, serial killers are all real and stuff. It's real. Um, It's a real thing that happens. But I know that this film is made in Hollywood and is a script and was written by someone and produced. And it's not real. Um, Or that I just have, you know, grown so accustomed to, you know, the, the crime and you know, psychology and stuff like that, um, that I and I've just seen so many horror movies that I'm just, you know, immune to it, which would sound make me sound absolutely bonkers. But if you know me, then you you're you're like, yeah, no, she is crazy. Like it's fine. You know no, she is literally mentally unstable, but it's fine. Um, but I was there's a scene where um, once again, there's a scene where Clarice is talking to Doctor Lecter and she's kinda like jumping a little bit freaked out. And I'm like, I honestly don't think I would be freaked out in this situation, which is kinda concerning. Like if I was talking to a cannibal, I'd be like he's also behind glass and has been in there for eight years and he knows what will happen to him if he he knows his punishment if he tries to like attack her attack her and he's also behind glass and like under protection like a, a shit ton of surveillance protection so it might be the fact that i just know that he wouldn't be able to get out but i don't think i'd be that afraid which then also makes me sound absolutely bonkers but i don't think i would like honestly um how about you think about this for a second so say you're just close your maybe don't close your eyes because that might be scary just you know visualize you're in a kind of a wine cellar type of area you know br- dark brick walls um and cells and dark darkly darkly lit um and you're you know black there's black prison cells across the whole hallway and then there's a chair at the end of the hallway for you to sit at because you have to now talk to this cannibal <laughs> and you sit down and this man is just staring at you and you were- you're just to do your job what are you afraid are you you sit down are are you afraid? Are you calm? are you like I don't know why I'm doing this activity, but you know maybe you'll do it, maybe you'll think it's fun. Um, are you calm? are you nervous? Maybe I'm just kind of doing this for myself to make sure that I don't sound absolutely bonkers. I dropped my mic um maybe I'm just doing this to you know reassure myself that I'm not crazy, um or maybe I am crazy. I don't know my therapist doesn't think I'm crazy um but I honestly don't think I'd be that afraid which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, and like watching the whole movie, people will ask me all the time, they're like, wait, you really like, why, like, because it's like, oh, what's your favorite movie genre? And I'm like, horror, thriller, thrasher, psycho, psychological th- horror, psychological thriller. And they're like, what? Why? why? And I'm like, I don't know. It's so much fun. Like I think it's I think it's great. Like I'm, I literally the other day, I was doing my math homework and I was watching a horror movie in the background. Like, I just think it's, I just think it's 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 not soothing for me because that makes me sound it's not soothing it's exhilarating just like the I think it's the the the, the murder is exhilarating like the the actual horror it's the solving the crimes and finding the the bad guy I think is the is what's really exhilarating to me I'm like oh my goodness that sounds so fun um (laughs) so it's a good thing I'm not going into like a store clerk I'm going into like law thank god um you know if I can make it through high school that would be great first um, but uh, la, 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 my love for horror movies, oh, oh my goodness, I, I was, <laughs> the French made me want to do my, um, uh, Dauphine de France impression, but I'm not going to because I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, but also it's rubber pants and I don't want to talk about him again because people are going to start not listening to this because they're like, she talks about rubber pants and do much. Um, but... i think my impression is pretty good um no but my horror movie love um i think sprouted from because it's not i haven't always been like this i haven't always been oh my goodness horror like i want to watch horror movies all the time um it's just because my parents never let me watch them i'd be like oh my goodness because i'd hear about it like silence of the lambs or scream or um friday Friday the 13th nightmare on elm street um and i'm like oh my goodness i want to watch them because i was never allowed to because my parents like no when you hear when, when i hear that they'd be like no you can't watch that no like you have to be like fourteen or fifteen, sixteen years old to watch that. No, you can't watch it, no. So I think that is really what made me want to watch them so bad and not because, you know, it was Brutal Massacre or anything like that. Um, but I because my parents wouldn't let me watch it, uh, that's what made me want to watch it even more. Um and then the first horror movie I watched was I think my first my the first memory I have of watching a horror film is with my mother. Um I think I talked about this last week, but I'll talk about it again in more detail. Um i watched the visit with my mom because it came out it was a it was a brand new movie when i watched it um i watched it with my mom you know we got it on like the on demand or something like that um and because my mom was like fine we'll watch a horror movie together and we'll start with this one (laughs) um because it's not gonna happen to you you won't be afraid of it because it's not gonna happen because if you don't know um all of my parents parents all of my grandparents passed away before i think i was 11 or 12 um you know which is tragic but yeah whatever (laughs) um yeah it's sad i cry about it (laughs) i cry about it sometimes I'm I'm not completely insane. I promise. I have emotions. Um. But my mom was like, "Okay, we'll watch this movie because it's not gonna happen to you because all of your grandparents passed <laughs> away," which is great logic, you know. So we watched it, and my mother just friggin' pissed her pants laughing the whole time, and that's what it is. It's you have to remember that it's a it's a Hollywood movie. Like, if you're really afraid by it, be like, "Okay, wait." Like, if you're in, watching a horror movie and you're genuinely frightened, just stop and kind of remember that this was written by someone, this was, it's it's not real, it was made up by someone, not only written, but made up by someone, and it's actors who have now portrayed this character, it's not, none of it is real, um, so you can just completely disassociate it, and then it's just funny, and then you're thinking, oh my god, imagine this actor having to do this, like, imagine an actor having to, I don't know, like, scream bloody murder at nothing you know or like and just think about it and then it's funny and then you know you're laughing and then it's you turned the horror movie into a comedy movie um so that's kind of what we did for the very first movie i watched it was the visit and my mom just had making she was cracking jokes the whole time i don't know if it was out of literally just pure entertainment like just pure there were so many reasons for her to make it funny or she was just trying to make sure that i wasn't pissing my pants of fright which i wasn't because it wasn't scary like at all um I bet if I still watched it now, I'd be like, this is this is a mockery to the horror industry. Um, actually, I don't think it was that bad. Um, I also didn't pay attention. I was mostly paying attention to my mother, literally crying, laughing the whole time, like cackling. Um, and then the first memory I have of watching a horror movie without my mother um, was The Winchester. And I still... Oh, The Visit. I'll summarize The Visit real quick. If uh, I actually can summarize The visit. Can I summarize The Visit? Maybe, if you haven't seen it. It's um, a film about, I think, two kids go and visit their grandparents for, like, the summer or something, or spring break, I think, and then shit just goes badly, <laughs> like, shit just hits the fan, and it just turns out, it's a bit like a, it's not Hansel and Gretel, it kind of makes you feel that way, but, like, it's not really that plot line or storyline or anything like that at all, um, but it kind of makes you kind of feel that just because it's, like, elderly, uh, an elderly couple, um, and then, or, like, an elderly woman more, like, is more like it, and then two children, like two young kids, a a boy and a girl. So it kind of makes you want to feel that way, but it's not that. Um, uh, but The Winchester, I still love The Winchester. Um, it's one of my favorites. Um, I keep forgetting about it. I keep forgetting about how wonderful it is. It's a film about Sarah Winchester, and this is actually based on a true story. The Winchester, um, the Winchester Mystery House is a real place that you can visit in San Jose, California. It's the largest haunted haunted house. And not like haunted house attraction, but haunted houses. And there's like literally ghosts in it, if you believe in ghosts. Um, but it's the largest haunted house in the world. It has, I think, 100, either 130 or 180 rooms, something like that. Um, and the story of Sarah Winchester is her husband was the creator of the Winchester Rifle, which was one of the most famous rifles in the United States when, like, at its time. Um, and everyone was using it and it was used in, in not, I don't think in wars, but in like smaller battles. Um, and her husband died, um, suddenly. And then her child also died. Her child died, I think five days or five weeks. Um, and her child passed away and she had lost, suddenly lost everything. Her husband passed away, her child passed away and she suddenly had nothing. And then in her she would go to sleep, um, and in her dreams these ghosts would visit her. And they're all the ghosts of the people who were killed by the at the hand of the Winchester Rifle. Um and then she kind of couldn't she there was all these ghosts in her head and she kept hearing their voices and things like that. And she's like, I have to figure out a way to get rid of them. So some she found she figured out a way to she started building this house. Um and she would make rooms for these ghosts where she would kind of make um how do I explain this? She would make the the room look like where the ghosts had passed away, or look like the, like the ghost's life, so that they could go there and they could finally rest. Um, and she would put thirteen, like her favorite number was thirteen. She would put thirteen hooks in the room, thirteen panels, thirteen windows, thirteen anything, thirteen. Like she could put, if she could put thirteen in the room, she would. And then she would lock, she would um like lock um and secure the doors with thirteen nails, so the ghosts could not get out. Um. And she would talk to the go the these ghosts every night from twelve to two, um, and she would keep getting these plans for how she because she built all of these rooms for all of these ghosts that had killed had been killed by the Winchester rifle, um, and then she believed that she would, when this house was finished b- being built she would die that would be the end of the end of her because it would be the end of what she needed to do how she you know you need to make peace with all of these people who had passed away, um, and it's so incredible it's so cool that's just the story of Sarah. Um, but the film kind of, um, it's about, I think this, I think it was a doctor and he was sent to go make sure, sh- like, oh, he was a, psych- a psychiatrist, I think, in, like, th- in the era, um, which was kind of, like, not really, uh, a, a well-known thing or a popular kind of job, so he was sent to go make sure that Sarah Winchester was, you know, like, mentally stable because she was saying that these people were talking to her, I'm like, whoa, schizophrenic? I think so, but no, it was actually just these ghosts of, um that had been killed by the Winchester rifle talking to her and trying to make peace um, and so this doctor was sent to her and she kind of explained the story and he had to stay there to make sure that she was telling the truth um, and he kind of stayed there and watched her and you know tried to help her as much as well as he could um, to complete her her mission And I still think it's so cool. And I still want to visit the Winchester um, mystery house so bad. It's always been like my, out of all of my destination, like film destinations that I want to visit. That's one of the top ones. Um, I think it's so, so cool. Like people just get lost in there all the time because there's hundreds of rooms. There's doors that lead to nowhere. There's stairways that literally lead up into the ceiling. There's mystery hallways and um, just floor, like ceilings with like, or floors with no floor. So you can just see through, like, down to the next floor. And I think it's just so fascinating and so, so cool. Um, so that was one of the first, that was the first, I think, I think, I'm pretty sure that was the one of the first horror movies I watched by myself. Um, and then because everyone around me, all of my friends are also, I mean, the majority of my friends are also horror movie gurus. So um, whenever we would hang out, I just cracked my knuckle right next to them. Like, I'm so sorry about that. Um, but whenever I'd hang out with my friends or have sleepovers, we would watch horror movies. One of the first horror movies I watched with my friend was The Baba Duke. That's a psychological thriller. Um, super, so good. So good. I watch it all the time now. I still love it. Um, um, it just resonates with me because it's one of the, also one of the first horror movies I ever watched. It's so, so good. Um, my friends have impeccable tastes in movies. Like, it's, it's great. I mean, it's wonderful. Um, that movie is about a little boy. I, I think... I'm really bad at summarizing movies that I haven't seen a million times um I'm also really bad at summarizing just summarizing in general like summarizing books I'm like I don't know I don't know, for, you know um it's about a boy who well it's about this book they live in this house it's a mother and son and they kind of have a lot of misfortune you know the, the father passed away um you know they just they're kind of I think i maybe not poor but they're low clatler like low to middle class they don't have a lot of money um their neighbors don't love them very much they don't have great relationships with their friends because kind of people think they're a little bit strange um and then this boy finds this book in his father's like study where like in the basement because like the mother moved all of his stuff so that she wouldn't have to see all of her dead husband's stuff um and he finds this book um i don't think it might be called the babadook um and then he starts reading it and then bad bad shit starts happening bad shit starts happening this poor boy (laughs) um and you know the mother's like no like my son is crazy like i don't know what the hell's happening and then you know at the end of course you know she finally realizes that he's not actually crazy and that there's just a demon trying to kill them um (laughs) which is you know just a normal thing you know um another horror movie i just i love dearly i love this entire franchise is the scream franchise i just i the from the first time i watched scream i was like this is great like, it was, I think, I think Scream was one of the first horror movies I watched that wasn't, like, paranormal or, or um, you know, poltergeisty or demony or didn't have to do with the paranormal. Um, it was, like, a killer. It was a serial killer. It was someone trying to hunt down, um, uh, what is her name in the film? I can't remember. If you haven't watched Scream, it's basically about this girl who, whose mother was murdered and then, you know, I think, like, 15 years later or the, the 15th or 20th anniversary, her mother's murderer comes back to kill her. not technically but like you know the you it makes you think that the mother her mother's murderer comes back to kill her and like you know hunts her down and tries to murder her um and then it goes on for like six more movies so clearly she doesn't kill he she doesn't get killed in the first film so and then every film is them making a film about her so it's a film about a a film being made and it's really cool and then every year she's just like i think sydney that's what her name is sydney prescott that's what it is Sydney's just like, why are they making movies about me? Like, I don't get it. Um, and then they make movies about, they'll make, so Scream 2 is about Scream 1, and then Scream 3 is about Scream 2, and then Scream Three Scream 4 is about Scream 3. Like, it's just so, it's, and then, and it's never tacky or annoying or stereotypical. It's just always so good, and I love it so much. Um, and then, ooh, I, my voice, my throat is starting to get dry. <coughs> oh my goodness. um what other movies um i <laughs> i recently watched the devil of the time, which is a film about i i already explained it um i explained it in i th- either the last episode or two weeks ago um a film about it's a psychological thriller about a young boy basically who tries to um who just has a lot of downfalls in life and a lot of bad things happen to him. He tries to kind of figure them all out and, like, connect them and stuff like that. And you kind of see his kind of journey through through that. And you see all the connections. And it's not just his town or just his family. It's all of these other people. And they're all connected. And it, I think it's really good. Um, I was going to watch it again today, but then I... Oh, my goodness, I dropped my mic. I was going to watch it again today, but then I realized that they put... Um, Hannah, not Hannah Electric. They put... Uh, Sounds of the Lambs on Netflix, and I was like, you know what? I have to watch Sounds of the Lambs. It's, I mean, it's my duty. Um, it's my duty to the horror movie, the horror movie community, to watch Sounds of the Lambs. Um, so I might watch The Devil All the Time again just because. It's one of those movies that you're definitely going to miss something because you're already paying attention so hard to what's happening in this, in this moment that you have, and you don't pay attention, and you don't realize what's happening then, and then it's like, whoa, 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 oh my god. So it's definitely a movie that you need to watch again just so you can kind of get all of the details and all of the information. I think every movie is kind of like that in a way. Um, You're always going to miss something the first time you watch it. Just because you may be paying too much attention, maybe you just kind of like gotta sit back and really, really look at everything. Like, every frame by frame, like word by word, syllable by syllable. Um, if you watch movies like that, then there's something wrong with you. Um, but, uh, um, Silence of the Lambs isn't the only, um, I'm like out of breath from talking so fast. Silence of the Lambs isn't the only film in that franchise either. They're, I think there's a second one. I think there's a sequel. I think that one's called Hannibal Lecter. I actually haven't seen that. Maybe I have and I don't remember it. I think I have watched it, but I just don't remember it. Um, it maybe, I think it's about um, Dr. Lecter and like his, his adventures um, after he's escaped from prison. Um, I think, maybe, that's what it is. But they also have a series. There's a series called Hannibal and that is one of my favorite TV shows ever. It's it's kind of the story of Dr. Lecter before he, um, as a psychiatrist, bef- his like life as a psychiatrist before he started killing people, you know, killing and eating them. Um, and it's so good. He works alongside this other um, detective at in Quantico, Quantico, um, Virginia, with the FBI. Um, trying to catch uh, serial killers and stuff like that, and it's so good. The main character actually isn't Lecter; it's a different, cha- it's a different guy. I can't remember what his name is right now because I haven't watched it in a while. Um, but he kind of has this this gift where he can kind of unfold a murder, like a a, a crime scene. He can kind of he just he knows so much, and he kind of has such a a powerful and strong mind that he can take every single detail and every single piece of information from a crime scene and put together what had happened or like to the best of his abilities and he can see it in his mind and i think it's so so cool um and i mean like that's the perfect job for that kind of talent you know um and i think there's two seasons i think they canceled it after the second season but i think they might start again i'm not sure i think i saw something about them starting it up again but it's so so good of course if you're not into that kind of stuff you're not into like horror or thriller or um you know, murder Miss or anything like that. You're not gonna like it very much. Um, but I love it, and if you're if if you're into that kind of stuff, you're definitely going to enjoy it. Um, I love it so much. Another film, kind of not film, another TV series like that is um, Aquarius. It's not as much. Um, well, well, kind of is actually. Um, it's kind of the life of. It's not directly the life of Charles Manson before he was a before the, like the Manson family. But it was, it's kind of this, this, this cop show almost. And then on the side, you're like, oh wait, shit, that's Charles Manson, hell of crap. And it kind of shows you his life in the early 60s, I think early 60s, or maybe early 50s, or late 50s, um, where he's kind of building up his, his army and talking about Helter Skelter and like the, the, not race war, maybe the race war? I think that's what that's called, maybe? I don't know. Oh, Helter Skelter. Um, if you don't know what that is, then... Then Google it. Actually, maybe don't Google it. I just I'm not gonna explain it to you because, uh, I'm just not going to. <laughs> um, but um, I think that's also really really good. It also has two seasons, um, and it's these cops. These two, they're not. I think they're yeah, they're police officers. They're two detectives actually, and they try and uh, they're kind of more in the the drug trade and the drug circles more than um uh, the murder. Um, but they, of course it's all connected. Um, because they had to fit, kind of find a, find a way to fit in, um, Mr. Mr. Anson and his family. Um, I actually, uh, my religion class, we did a unit, um, my grade 11 religion class, I think it's what it was grade 11 religion class, maybe. So, um, we had to, we did a unit on cults, um, and, you know, like, uh, different kind of cults and things like that. And if it was a religion or, how they practiced and stuff like that or like what made a cult and how it was different from a religion of like a practice religion um and then he kind of made us he assigned um an essay an essay i think it was or a descriptive text or whatever the hell it was or argumentative text yeah i think it was an argumentative text where we had to um talk about why or why why or why not religion was i mean cult a cult was like a should be considered a religion and I wrote about the Manson family, and I was like, "Is he gonna think I'm crazy for writing that?" And I, my mom was like, "Just like don't anything like too gruesome." I was like, "Yeah, no, I won't. No, why, why would I do that? Like, no, I'm not gonna do that." Uh, um, I don't think I ever did. I think I just mentioned that they were they like, killed people. I think that was it. I didn't like go into gory detail or anything like that. Um, but um, I feel like, uh, unfortunate, not unfortunately, but um, I feel like every, a lot of people know who Charles Manson is and know kind of what he did. Um, so it's not like I was, like, I was deep diving into, like, a, I don't know, Reddit, com- like, sub-tweet or, like, Reddit sub-story or something like that, where it's like, oh my goodness, Newfound Murderer, who nobody knows about. Like, it's Charles Manson. I mean, come on. People know who that is. I, I'm not crazy, okay? <laughs> um, and he, I think he actually really did like that, um, that, uh, that, that text, that essay that I submitted, I think. Um, because I think, I don't, honestly, I, I honestly don't mind writing essays, um, I prefer it over doing anything else, honestly. People are like, oh my goodness, do a oral presentation. And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk in real life. No. Public speaking. Ugh. Awful. Bad. No point No. But writing an essay, a girl, I can write pages. People are like, 500 words. And I'm like, 500 words is nothing. I used to write fan fictions that were like a thousand. Like, get over yourself. I'm kidding. No. Um. I mean, for if it's a sub- if it's a bad subject, I mean, uh, writing 500 words would be difficult. If it's like, why dogs are the superior superior pet i'm like that's the dumbest fucking thing ever i'm like i want to write about like global warming or something like that i want to write about the change in the world i want to write about interesting things i don't want to waste my time writing about dogs um or unless it's animal abuse then i'll I'll write about that um um but yeah so we'll talk about fears real quick because also spooky season um i have quite a few fears i don't get here's here's how this is weird I don't get spooked easily like if i was talking to a cannibal i'd be like yeah yeah this is fine but if you put me on a boat the end if you put if i'm near a butterfly hell no that's when i'm screaming and crying and having a panic attack i don't do i don't do butterflies i i don't know if i've told this story um my mother has told this story to every single person that she has the ability to um but last year for summer break not for summer break for spring break my mom was like let's go somewhere and I was like okay so she decided we all went. my brother my mother and I we all went on a trip to Niagara Falls and Toronto Toronto Niagara Falls so in Toronto we went to Casa Loma we went to the Ripley's Aquarium we went to um what else did we do there we did a few other things I think um we kind of I think Casa Loma is one of my favorite places in Toronto um I've gone a lot obviously because it's Toronto when I live in Ontario, and that's, like, the only place, not the only place, but it's a, a place to go if you want to, like, have a fun, a fun weekend or a fun, you know, few days with some people, um, it's just, a, it's just got so many things for you to do, um, and I think you can never run out of things to do in Toronto, I think, um, no matter how long, of course, like, the local, the people who live in Toronto are like, this place is awful, because it's obviously full of tourists, it's definitely not a place I would ever want to live, first of all, because it's so expensive, but also because, like, it's a touristic spot, and there's always people everywhere, and I'm like, oof, that sounds awful. Um, but um, yeah, Castelloma is one of my favorite places. It's literally just a, a giant castle, like a, it's a giant museum inside of a castle. And I'm like, oh, I love this. Like history and castles and museums are my favorite. Like if you want to, if you want me to, if you want, if you're like, oh, I want to hang out with Sienna. What should we do? Go to, take me to, a, muse- take me to a museum. Take me to museum. Take me to museum. Take me to a museum. I will and if I've been there before, I'll tell you, I'll make the museum fun for you, I love museums to the the bottom of my heart, I love museums so much, um, and I love going to them, so, um, Casaloma's one of my favorite places, but anyways, about this trip, so we went to Casaloma, we went to the aquarium, I don't remember where else we went, um, but we went to a few other places, and then in Niagara Falls, we obviously went to, you know, um, Ripley's, believe it or not, the falls, um, and then some other places, you know, on that strip on that street of just things um it's i was just gonna say Anchor's gonna notify me that i have to stop recording soon um and then my mom we were driving literally i think the first stop we made we were driving from toronto to Niagara falls and on the way like right in right as you're driving into Niagara falls is the butterfly conservatory my mom's like oh my goodness let's go to the butterfly conservatory and i was like just me and my brain just knowing i'm like i don't like butterflies i was just like huh eh. Huh, sure mom like, we can go to the butterfly conservatory yeah it'll be great I'm like, i can, i can i can i can i can do this it's fine i'll be okay i'll be fine it's okay i'll be fine you know i can just make sure none of them land on me and i won't step on any and i'll just really be careful and i'll just you know well be fine but that day i had my my you know bubbly red bright red purse on me and like this bright teal sweater and i was like oh god, I'm gonna be butterfly central, aren't I? So, I'm just, you know, kind of getting anxious, and I'm like, mom, can you carry my bag for me? Because I'm like, maybe they'll land on her, and I can just get close and take a picture, and then that'll be it. And so we're walking through, and I'm already, like, they're flying near me. I'm like, oh my god, oh jesus, lord, please don't. And I'm like, oh god. I'm also afraid that I'm gonna hurt one of them. I'm like, oh my god, if I touch it, like, if I, if I, if I, if I, am not looking at my feet and actually step on one, like, I'm gonna kill it, and I feel bad. Um, And, you know, we're literally, so it's like a path. You don't know what the Butterfly Conservatory is. It's just a path that you walk through where there's just a bazillion different freaking butterflies. Um, (laughs) Literally, it's what what it is. It's as it sounds. It's a Butterfly Conservatory. We just look at butterflies for like an hour and a half. And so we're walking through. We're literally so, I can, we're so close to the doors. Because I've been here before, so I know what the path is like and i'm like i'm we're so close to the doors and my this my, this is how my mother explains it this beautiful blue butterfly lands on my arm my 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 own arm my arm of course and it's huge and it's sure it's beautiful but i am just i just i'm like oh, jesus christ jesus christ i'm like oh god i can't even look at it i completely turn away it landed on my lap and literally Imagine the scenario right now in my head, and I'm so nervous. I literally it landed on my left arm, like the top of my left arm, and I was like, Oh god, I'm looking away. I'm like, oh god, please get it off of me. And at this point, I'm sobbing, hysterically sobbing. I'm literally having a panic attack. I was like, Oh my god, get it off me. And my mom takes her phone out to take a picture. And I'm like, Mom, get it off of me, please. I'm begging you. And then another woman comes up with her daughter who looks just like me right now, and she's also crying. She's like huddling to her mother, and she's like, My daughter's exactly the same. And this woman's trying to help my mom get the butterfly off of me and I'm still crying and my brother's just standing there and he's like trying not to laugh he's like oh god what do I do (laughs) and I'm like damn you Dakota damn you um and I finally get it off and I'm now like speed walking like the fastest I've ever speed walked in my life right to the doors I'm brushing myself I'm like if there's any on me get them off I gotta get out of here and none of the not a single butterfly landed on my mother or my brother but one landed on me one butterfly landed on me, and I lost it, I lost my shit, and I cried for the whole time, and my mother, it's a great picture, I mean, it's a great picture of my arm, but you can all, it's just my hair, I'm like, like, smiling next to it, I'm just looking away, you can only see my, the back of my head and my hair, and then, of course, this giant-ass butterfly, because I was sobbing, Uh, my mother loves to tell that story, because she thinks it's really funny that I'm afraid of butterflies, Um, whenever I see them, I'm just like, oh, Jesus, also moths, I've never liked moths like ever in my life, but now it's like moths and butterflies, and I'm like, woo, woo, woo. if I if I'm watching a movie and there's a butterfly, I'm like, oh goddamn. Um, if I see a picture of a butterfly, I'm like, oh Jesus, no, thank you. So I don't like butterflies at all. I I hate them. Um, I think they're gross, uh, and I'm not the only one. It's a it's an actual fear. I don't remember. I think it's lep dip, lepid lepidopterophobia, like like a like something with an L. <laughs> um, and I just don't like them, and I I. I don't, I don't do butterflies. Like if I, um, I was like recently, not recently, but like during the summer, um, there wasn't a lot of butterflies, but there was a few, obviously, because it's, you know, it's outside and it's the outdoors and there's insects. And I, there was people over, um, who had been tested and like not, nothing, we were all, COVID, we were following COVID precautions. And it was before second wave. It was, we were being safe. Okay. Yeah. We were being, we were being safe. Okay. Um, so, um, it was my aunt and her partner who was over and there was a butterfly and it was just like a little it was a dark it was a little dark blue butterfly and i was like nope and i immediately went inside and i did not leave i did not come back outside until someone had gotten rid of the butterfly my brother like you know picked like picked it up with his little finger like it it stepped on it stepped on his little finger and then you know threw and like he like kind of flicked it away not flicked it you know but you're like you know how you get rid of a butterfly like you put on your fingers and then you like let it fly away you kind of like hoist it up and then it flies away you know he did that and then i came back out because i was afraid that the butterfly was gonna i don't know eat me i don't know why i'm afraid of butterflies i'm like everyone's like well they're not gonna bite you and i'm like i know that but i don't i i don't don't know they just freak me out okay like they're flying and they're they're flapping in their colors i'm like "Mm, they're like alieny it's it's not good um and boats i don't do boats either i don't do boats after my grade eight science class where we um and not buoyancy. Is that what was Buoyancy? Um, I think maybe not, I mean, that's not the word like float, floatability. Um, and it was like, literally it was, a, it was a class teaching us how, how easily a boat can sink. And I was like, you know what? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with boats anymore. Sorry. If I, I, I mean, I'm a perfectly good swimmer. I'm very capable of, you know, like not drowning, but I still don't do boats. I, you know, not like to sink and die off of a boat. So I don't do boats anymore. I don't do kayaking. I don't do canoeing. I don't do yachts. I don't do speed boats. I don't do cruises. I don't do any of it. I just don't. I don't care if the boat is positioned and anchored to the freaking dock or the marina or if it hasn't moved in 50 years. I don't care. I won't get on the boat. I don't, I don't like boats. I just don't. I don't, I don't, I don't do boats either. I don't do boats and I don't do butterflies. I also don't love hospitals just because they're like... I have this weird thing with death. I'm like, I'm not afraid of... I've talked about this before. I'm not afraid of death. I'm like, it's inevitable. It's it's hammered into my brain. I know that death is is inevitable and we're all going to die someday. I'm sorry if you don't know that. We're all going to die someday. It's the truth. Um, And then I... um, But just like the thought of just people dying and like death i'm just like oh i don't i don't really like that i don't it's just i I, it just i don't know it just doesn't sit right with me so i think when i i correlate hospitals a lot with death that's where people die i mean yeah it's where people it's where people die it's probably where people die the most honestly um other than like in their own homes or like in um you know retirement homes or things like that so i think i just have subconsciously correlated hospitals with death and then that makes hospitals just not sit right with me and i'm like you know what no, do on the hospitals either. So, also I don't do elevators. Um, I'll ride one if it's absolutely necessary. Uh, but if I can't, I can take the stairs. I once I went to a volleyball tournament with my for like for my school with my friends, and they all like we all had like our six bags. Like all of us had bags of our like our uniforms, our clothes, our 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 toiletry bags, our snack bags, our bag that we had to take with us if we like ever if we went somewhere up besides like the gym or whatever. So um. And so we had all of these bags, and, like, they were pretty heavy bags, but I still, I still took the stairs. In the hotel, I still took the stairs, because I, I don't I don't mess with elevators. I especially don't mess with elevators with, like, uh, like four other people with also just as many bags. I'm like, okay, well, now the percentage of, uh, like, the chance of us f- f- dying in this is a lot more. So I think I'm gonna take the stairs. So I walked my ass up the stairs with my bags, because I was not about to take the elevator. Um, so I don't do elevators. I just don't, um... I had to ride the elevator the other day, um, I went to the eye doc, I went to the optometrist, and they dilated my pupils, I think both eyes, I did both, um, and I had to get on the elevator after that, and it was very disorienting, and I was like, I can't see anything, I can't see the numbers, I can't, I can't see anything, because I had to take the elevator, because my mother couldn't see either, so she couldn't walk down the stairs. She also, um, my mother just, I think diagnosed this with, um, asthma so she just got like just has she has asthma now well she's always had asthma i guess but it's gotten really bad um so she couldn't take like, the stairs she couldn't like walk down the stairs and i wasn't going to make her either i could have done it by myself but i couldn't find the stairs so so we had to, i took the elevator um and we both couldn't see and we're like oh god this is awful and by right, the elevator we'll not be able to see i was like oh my goodness i'm disoriented i'm nauseous i gotta get out of here and then I went into the sunlight and that was even worse. I felt like I was being blinded by the sun with my poor dilated pupils. I also looked like cracked out because my pupils were so big. It was literally the majority of my eye was just freaking black and it was awful. I couldn't see for like four hours and I was like, this is the shittiest experience I've ever had in my life. So if you ever go to the eye, doctor- eye doctors and they tell you that you're going to dilate your pupil, I'm sorry. Just be prepared for not being able to see for like the next couple of hours. Um but I hope you enjoyed this episode, um, I hope you also have a Halloween costume picked out, because it's spooky season, y'all, have a fun, have a fun day, have a fun spooky season, I hope the rest of, I mean, I'll talk to you for the rest of October, but I hope the rest of your week, the rest of your day, the rest of your month, the rest of your year, the rest of your life is wonderful, and I will speak with you next week, au revoir. (laughs)